Hello, I'm Hal Lublin. And I'm Mark Gagliardi. Since the dawn of humanity, one issue has gone unsettled. With the fate of the world in the balance, we're here to settle once and for all. Best fast food french fry. That's right. Don't worry, everyone. We got this. Podcast should have a theme song. Podcast should not have a theme song. Yes, they should. No, they shouldn't. They sound good. Yeah, but people are just going to skip past it. Hmm. You know what? You're right. We got this. Uh, I'm already so full, Hal. Because here's the thing. I have in front of me French fries of assorted types, knowing that I would need to sample them. But I sampled them the whole drive home. So you waited until the last minute to do your homework is what you're telling me. No, I wanted them hot. Oh, you wanted them fresh. I wanted them hot and fresh. And I wanted to do a, as much of a taste test as I could on air. But we can't do this alone. That's right. That's We why need an expert. We have as our guests a prolific and award-winning comedy writer. But even more than that, for the purposes of this episode and in life, a fast food connoisseur and critic recognize the world around. It's Bill Oakley. Welcome, Bill. Thank you. It is a pleasure to be here, especially since we're going to talk about fast food and not about The Simpsons. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> not familiar. W- okay. Tell me. Yeah. Th- that's <laughs> that family that runs that fast food joint. That's right. <laughs> what got you into fast food? Is it like lifelong? And then you just sort of decided to publicly. That's exactly right. It is a lifelong thing. And and it's because I was de- this lesson for parents. When your kid is deprived of something as a child, they go nuts for it as an adult. Mm-hmm. So because I was deprived <laughs> of fast food, like I grew up in the era when there weren't quite as many fast food places as there are now. Mm-hmm. And in the nearest within the country, there's McDonald's was like 70 miles away. Mm-hmm. So McDonald's would always advertise on TV and I wanted to go all the time. I got to go like once a year on my birthday. Okay. So now I go all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Same with video games, honestly, because I yeah. wanted an Atari so bad. I never got one. Now I have all the systems. Yeah, that's, <laughs> uh, you know, I was the same way. Some of it, the video games, I sort of continued just from childhood. But <laughs> when I was a kid, my mother was way against sugar cereal. So every once in a while, we would get a sugar, like maybe once a year. And then by the time I was in college, it was everything that I wanted to buy. And now there are always at least three to four varieties of sugar <laughs> cereal that I have to keep replenishing because they are going to be gone in an instant. <laughs> well, I tell you, I, so I've always, and I didn't even really live that close to one until I was about 30. Yeah. Um, but I was, I was always very interested in whatever was going on at those places, especially when there'd be a new thing, a new burger, a mm-hmm. new sandwich, a new side. I'd always wanted to go try it and be one of the first to tell people about it. So I did that to friends and family who didn't really care. <laughs> then I did it on Twitter to a moderately interested audience. And then I decided to start just shooting videos about it on Instagram. And then it took off. That was about three years ago. Yeah, they're great. I love that you have a whole system where you'll eat. Like I saw one of your reviews. I think it might've been Burger King's chicken sandwich where you eat one immediately. Then you eat one when you get home. Yeah. To sort of compare. Like it's, it's a full, if you're not familiar with this, we will give you links to everything, but it is fascinating. I love to watch it just because number one, I love the food, but number two, you obviously have such a deep love for it and it's taken very seriously. Like this is, I really want to tell you if it's good or if it's not and what I like and what I don't like about it. I think that's great. It's also a little bit tongue in cheek too, because I'm aware of how dumb it is to take it so seriously. Yeah, of course. (laughs) Welcome to our show. That's kind of, uh, (laughs) that's kind of, we've been, that's all every episode we do. Let me ask you this. You said, now you go all the time. What do you consider going all the time? A couple times a week. Okay. That's a lot. Mark, you don't eat a lot of fast food anymore. You did. I'm, I'm I did. not saying you did. Oh, right? no, I've my weakness and this might be playing my hand, but oh my weakness is the golden arches. Yeah, I am an always McDonald's person. McDonald's is always the bad decision that I wake up and go, oh, what have I done the next day? Because I will, I'll think I'm, I'm going to be good. I'm going to be good. I'm going to be good. And then invariably, if it's late and I'm on the way home, I will always drive past the McDonald's on Lancashire and go, yeah, there's not a line. Like that's what will determine <laughs> whether or not I pull in. And sometimes there is a line and I go, well, that's not that much of a line. Do you guys do staple things or do you bounce around the menu generally? Well, like not when you're shooting a video for a specific reason, but do you like to just play around? It depends on the place. Mm-hmm. At McDonald's, I've had everything on the menu 16 times and I know sure. what I like. And so I usually just get what I like when mm-hmm. I'm not shooting a video. And that's basically just a couple of regular cheeseburgers sure. um, yeah. or the quarter pounder deluxe 
fresh beef quarter pounder deluxe, which has the lettuce and tomato on it, which is terrific. So I get those for my regular eating that I'm not filming. Right. At other places, I tend to try whatever's new. But this thing, see, the McDonald's is the only one that's nearby. Everything mm-hmm. else requires a special trip. And so when I get there, I usually have something in mind. Right. Where do you live that McDonald's is the only one close by? I live in, in Portland, Oregon. Gotcha. And we used to have, I mean... It's the only one that's conveniently located. There's mm-hmm. also a Taco Bell and a Burger King, which are okay. And then all, they keep demolishing all the local Wendy's, which I like Wendy's. They, yeah. they, mm-hmm. they demolished the one that was nearby. They demolished the one that was moderately nearby. And now it's a hike to get to that one. So in any case, we have a lot of great local food here. And I actually, most of the food that I eat is that you would consider junk food is mm-hmm. locally made by our food carts and stuff that do spectacular burgers, chicken sandwiches, all that stuff. When I really wanted a eating experience, that's where I go. That's sure. this is in Portland. I remember I've only been there once, but the, you said the food carts. This is the downtown area you're talking about where it's like they're just these little wooden oh, stalls anymore. Like th- since those are gone been here in a long time. I well, some no. of them are gone. The majority of the downtown ones had to move because they're building a Four Seasons Hotel there or some crap Ritz Carlton right mm-hmm. there. So but there's tons of them all over the town now. And this has happened over the past like 12 years. There's what are called food cart pods, which is basically mm-hmm. a parking lot where anywhere between six and 30 carts will congregate. And it's like an outdoor food cart. And we have so many of them and they're so good. Like there's dozens and dozens of places where you can have the best meal of your month. Um, so Ugh. those are the kind of places I go to. I don't usually go to that many sit down restaurants, but I go to a ton mm. of food carts. I love that. It's like smorgasburg just all year round everywhere. Every, and these are every day. Yeah. That they do. Yeah. This. Yeah. Oh man. What a good eating town. But enough about local food. Let's talk about factory produced mass quantities of what we are here to talk about today. America's side dish, the humble French fry. Do you guys come into this having a favorite out the gate? I don't want to ask what it is. Just no, no I, yeah, I definitely have one in mind. I'm yes. open. I'm always open to conversation. Mm-hmm. And it, every time I think about how many different chains there are, there are three or four more that pop into my head. Sure. Not as contenders, but as ones that I don't know if we need to discuss this or not. But for example, a place like In-N-Out is kind of exclusively West Coast. Also, mm-hmm. I think their French fries are garbage. Yeah. Like if I were going to set criteria, one of them would be if you have to order it a special way for it to taste good, it's not the best French right. fry. Yeah, I agree. And the special ways to order it are not ways that make the fries themselves taste any better. In fact, it turns the fries into basically just like greasy mush underneath Thousand Island dressing and onions. But the in and out is you have to ask them, can I have it well done? Which means you actually fry them. Oh, I thought you meant like add the stuff on top to it. I might as well just peel a potato or just eat one raw like an apple. It's for me Mm -hmm. the same experience as having the French fries. Well, I think it's their whole freshness factor. Fries do not benefit from being fresh, I don't think. And Bill, you've had a lot of these, so please weigh I, in I on. I've got a lot to say about this. Yeah. I believe yeah. that it's the technique. In and out is famously bad fries. And I believe mm. that there's something in the cooking technique, like they don't blanch them or they don't soak them potatoes a second time or something like that. I've heard that it's actually the technique they've been using for decades is what causes them to be that way because they don't do what normal fry places do, which I think is to soak the potatoes a second time or something like that. Oh, um, okay. They're famous. And, and I would agree. I got a lot to say about this. <laughs> so like, that is why we have no, you. Thank in. you. We are here for your expertise. First of all, let me say, I think we should probably limit it to national chains Agreed. because we don't have any non-national chains here. Like we know, in, we have in and out, but it's an hour away and I wouldn't get the fries if I went there anyway. No. Mm-hmm. Also, you know, we don't have Whataburger. We don't have Zaxby's. We don't have any of that stuff. So I was limited to national chains. Mm-hmm. Since this topic was given to me, I have been religiously going out and experimenting, trying all the fries. I've tried all the national chains, I believe, mm-hmm. in the past month. I had them fresh immediately out of the drive through And it was an interesting experience because I don't usually get fries. I don't like fries that much is one of the things I've learned mm-hmm. <laughs> from this. But I also, <laughs> I knew that. I knew it. And I don't, the thing about fries is I'm always calculating how many calories are coming in this meal because I don't want to have a huge number calories that are going to make me feel bad or make me have to exercise more or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the number of calories in a medium fry is about the same as a second hamburger. So if I'm going to have that many calories, I'd always get a second hamburger and no fries. Right. That's honestly, I do that everywhere. And so I don't, I almost never order the fries until this experiment was announced. I am a hundred percent on board with that. I do the same thing. I'm rarely a fries person. I get them when I get a happy meal because I like the size of a happy meal. It feels about right. And there's, you know, just that little fry shooter that you get in there. But that's about as much French fry as I need. I will do the same. I'll get like, well, I would like to have a quarter pounder for my meal and for my side dish, 
a regular hamburger. Precisely. Exactly. Which sounds nuts, I realize, but it is, yeah, it's, it's the same amount of calories and I would, yeah. I would enjoy it 10 times as much. Also, I should say, I like onion rings. If there was mm-hmm. if onion rings are available, I would always choose them over French fries. Okay. However, and fries, I would say, this is the other thing I determined after this. Almost all fries are not worth having unless you're going to put a lot of ketchup or something on them. They're basically a vehicle for conveying a better tasting thing to your mouth. Right. Which is ketchup. Yeah. In most cases, sometimes you could dip them in barbecue sauce, mm-hmm. you know, ranch dressing or whatever, but fries, Without any ketchup or anything, I would say of all the ones I tried, there are only maybe one or two that I would eat without ketchup. Otherwise, I just throw them away. That to me seems like such a determining factor. Yeah. Whether or not a fry needs ketchup or a frosty to be any good. Yeah. When I did this, when I did this, I'll tell you. Yeah. Because I was always driving when I sampled these eight or nine fries that I did for this project. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to have to squirt little packets of ketchup onto the fry while driving, which is very dangerous. Mm-hmm. And also yeah. you don't get the right amount of ketchup. So in all, almost every case, I actually brought ketchup. I brought like a little bowl of ketchup <laughs> car with me so I could get this, so I could sample this correctly. So and put it in the cup here. holder. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the smartest thing I've ever heard in my life. And now I just want to have ketchup on me all the time. Bring I'm your also, own ketchup. I'm also realizing hearing this, both of you giving a very sensible approach to how you were ordering your food. When mm-hmm. you go to a fast food place, and when I go in, it's like supermarket sweep. I'm just like, give me all of it, and then I'm going to eat all of it, and I'll feel very bad. I mean, in, in my halcyon days of weight gain, it would be like the late night, like, I hope nobody sees me here. It would be like a, mm. like a senator doing something wrong. <laughs> I go, I, sometimes in a suit, I would go in and just sit in, like in my corner and eat it, and this tastes real good, but I got to get out of here. I can't have Wait, in a eat. suit? Were you going to get McDonald's after thrilling adventure hour shows and not telling Sometimes me? Sometimes I was. <laughs> Why wasn't Mark, I there? What does it matter? Because you don't live in my neighborhood as oh, much as I tried to get you down here. I gotta, I, you gotta move to the coast. But I, but I also agree that, that the French fry has to mm-hmm. taste good on its own. Like Wendy's is about dipping in the frosty. And the last time I got a frosty and fries, I was so disappointed by the French fry. Because mm-hmm. it's one job is to be so salty that the frosty mixes with it and counteracts well. And I realized Wendy's doesn't season their fries well. If we're just going to jump right in yes. to going with the different things I have right here in front of me, and I could not agree with you more. I have Wendy's fries mm-hmm. right here. They have the skin on them still, which mm-hmm. is a relatively new thing they did. I don't know. Uh, you might yeah. know this, how long ago that this happened, but they made a switch out and now they have, you know, these sort of Rustic, artisanal-looking yeah. fries. Yeah. And the first thing I thought when I took a bite of one of them was they have messed up. They've forgotten to salt these. But it might just be that I am so used to pulling into McDonald's, and McDonald's fries are just a wonderful little salt bomb. Let me ask you this. If we're going to break this down into maybe categories, I feel like there are two main categories of fry that we're looking at. And I don't mean this in the sense of in having too little salt, but seasoned and unseasoned. I was thinking about this too. Mm -hmm. There's regular fries. Right. There's curly fries. Mm -hmm. There's seasoned curly fries, which I guess is usually the gold standard. And also there is Chris cut fries. Chris cuts waffle fries, right? Yeah. They should be eliminated from this right off the bat because they're not like, I don't think they're fries. You know, they're like tater tots. They're a potato product. They're like potato wedges, tots, uh, waffle cut. They're all, that's a different thing. I agree. Yeah. There's just a spoon with holes. That's really, like, yeah. really, French fries are a conveyance for <laughs> topping. That is the ultimate. It might as well just be like a potato frisbee and you just fill it up with whatever and eat it like a totally, pizza. totally. Now, if Chick fil A started making little tiny chicken slider sandwiches where one waffle cut fry on either side is the bun, I'm a hundred percent in for that. I would try it. Yeah. But for argument's sake with this, I think that this could be how we split them. Yes. Eliminate the non-French fry versions, but it seems more than the cut of the fry, whether or not it, it's considered a seasoned fry is... Right. You look at the fries at KFC, at Taco Bell, when, when they do the nacho fries, mm-hmm. at Popeye's with the Cajun fries. Those are all... Like, KFC puts their 11 herbs and spices on them. Popeye's is putting their Cajun seasoning on them. These are designed to be their own flavor. Arby's we're going to get to because you've said it once that they're the gold standard. I think they're. I the, didn't say that. No, Bill just said it. You, he said it. Yes. Yeah. I don't. I think I said it on Twitter. I didn't say it on this podcast yet. Yeah. <laughs> yet. But, we uh, will get. We will yeah. get to the. I did. I got about seven Arby contenders fry. for this. And the season. I think seasoned fries count as fries. Sure. Um, mm-hmm. But I would say that crisp cut fries don't. 
Curly fries, mm-hmm. I think probably do, but they might have to be a separate. They might have to be a sidebar for this. Wait, which do? Curly. Curly. Oh, curly. Yeah, well, curly. Seasons, I mean, I can't actually. I didn't. There's only Arby's in this category, as far as I can tell, anyway. Yeah. In mm-hmm. terms of the season, curly fries. So there aren't any other contestants in <laughs> in that one. There's a couple of smaller places that do them, but basically they're advertising, "Hey, our fries are like Arby's." Yes. Yes. You know what I mean. And well, then well, lastly, the question for this is yeah. whether we are going to include fast casual. Which would include that adds on Shake Shack and Five Guys. Mm-hmm. I think it needs to be like a proper fast food. It has to be a restaurant that has a drive-through. I don't know if that's yeah. if everybody else I, agrees. But. That's fast food. That's the difference between fast yeah. food and fast casual. Exactly. Yeah, fast yeah. casuals. Yes, Five Guys, Shake Shack, Chipotle is also a fast casual yeah. type of restaurant, although they don't have fries. Here's one of the the things that for me is a big criteria, which is consistency. If I go anywhere, how consistently is a batch of fries done? My yeah. issue with curly fries is the way that they're cut. Sometimes you have that perfect spiral that's crispy, but soft on the inside. Sometimes you have one that's too mushy just because it got smashed down. And sometimes it just got sort of straightened out in the process <laughs> and has just become a little like crispy crescent moon. I love those. I love the variety with oh, so just that's, within that's that. It's a plus for me that seasoned curly fries from Arby's have a million different textures. Potentially. I like the little blade sickle ones. And then you get the one that's like that perfect middle of the potato curly Q spiral. Mm. Just the variance seems so wide. Any batch of fries you get is going to have some that right. are a little soft and some that are maybe a little too crisp and some that are just right. Like it's always Goldilocks with any serving of fries that you get. It just feels to me that with curly fries, there's always a wider mm. range. I don't think it takes them out of the running. It's just something that I like a little bit more consistency to it. I don't like the range to be that wide. Bill, where do you sit on the consistency issue in curly fries? It never occurred to me until this very minute. Until you really? brought it up. Yeah. Oh my goodness. High five. But like now. I said, I rarely almost never order fries. So it doesn't, I don't really sure. know that mm-hmm. I'm not familiar with this issue really. Oh my goodness. It's huge. I do understand consistency though. Cause again, I will go back to my sojourn this morning to get a hot sample ready to have with me. And somehow inexplicably at 1035 in the morning. And this actually bothered me because my previous favorite was the fry that beat the McDonald's French fry in a taste test, I think in the eighties. And that is the Burger King French fry because I had had the best French fries I've ever had in my life at a Burger King. Every French fry came out perfect. They were salted beautifully. They were like mashed potatoes on the inside and little crispy bits on the outside. They were perfect. But this morning I went and it was like 1032 in the morning, meaning they just started selling fries two minutes ago. I am getting the freshest, best batch of fries out the gate. And first of all, they were salted about as much as a Wendy's fry. And I had not had Burger King fries since this like euphoric experience with them. They Talk changed about the recipe like seven years ago, you know. So this is not yeah. the same. They famously changed the recipe of the fries and I think it was, it might have been as much as 10 years ago. Has it been that long since I've had Burger King fries though? Or is it, so maybe it's not a consistency <laughs> thing. Maybe it's, I thought it was Wendy's that did the shift. It was Burger King that. I think Wendy's might have also done it, but Burger King yeah. made much more of a big deal out of it. Was the shift like a healthier this is a healthier no, I think it was. In, to make, I think it was in terms of making it like crispier and more flavorful, and I think it actually worked. But you know what? I can look it up right here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Burger King is weird for me. The last time I got food poisoning was from a Burger King, but <laughs> oddly in my brain, I don't mm-hmm. attribute it to the fries. I attribute it to the sandwich, which Burger King meat has always tasted weird to me. Like. <laughs> It's cooked in old grease or something. The fries, it was my first time having the new fries, and those were pretty good. They Mm -hmm. weren't enough to unseat the one that, in my mind, is the best. But I was surprised at how good they were because I had no memory. You know, I went to McDonald's and Burger King and especially Roy Rogers, Alea Shalom. I went there all the time as a kid, and I don't remember Burger King fries except that they were fine. Yeah. Yeah. No memory of them. I have the information. They change, yeah. They've changed the recipe at least three times since the 90s. However, the most recent change, and that's what they're serving now, I believe, was mm-hmm. in late 2011. Mm-hmm. They changed them to make them thicker with reduced sodium and added a coating that makes them crisper and keeps them hotter longer. And those are the fries I think we had. I actually think they're pretty good. Mm-hmm. From my recollection is they're substantially better than Burger King fries were prior to 2011. Yeah. Yeah. I think this was after 2011 that I had that particularly great batch because what you described is that euphoric fry that I did have previously. But let me ask you guys this. Does reducing the sodium in French fries, 
I would argue that it does. Does it harm the fry? Because Burger King being like, there's less salt on these fries makes me go, well, I'm not going to get them then. <laughs> That's definitely a concern. Because like yeah. McDonald's fries, they feel like sand. Some Like there's sand on the outside of these fries sometimes. And you yes. feel like a deer with a salt lick when you eat them. But holy cow, they're good. Yeah. If you eat it over a piece of paper, it should sound like rain on a roof. <laughs> That's like a good, a well-seasoned fry. Whatever the seasoning is on there. You need that sa- that pitter-patter of crystals hitting some surface. And then it should look like your shirt has dandruff. Even if it's a white shirt, somehow it shows up. That, to me, is properly seasoned. When I have dandruff, I just blame it on me eating fries. Like, oh, yeah, my did hair you, you have dandruff? Oh, no, no, no. I was just eating fries off my shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. What, how do you feel about the, the, the KFC French fries are new. They used to have the wedges, which are Yeah, it garbage. was just this year they changed mm-hmm. it. Now they have the 11 secret herbs and the, what, what, whatever they call it, the secret herbs and spices fries, where it's supposed to have the same set of secret mm-hmm. herbs and spices that they use for their fried chicken, which tastes to me like it's just 11 different versions of salt. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Salt and paprika. Yeah. I don't, I don't think I've had those. I didn't. I, unfortunately, I have not had a chance to. Have, I really like the wedges and I kind of pissed off that they got rid of the wedges. Me and really? other people. Yes. But I have not had the fries. So I leave that rating of those up to you guys. When I ate them, the, the immediate thought that went into my head was these are trying to tell me a story, but they don't have all of the details yet. <laughs> like, it's all right. Well this said. is OK. This is fine. I see what you're going for. Yeah. And they're a sturdy fry. They're pretty big, big, like box cut fry. Mm-hmm. It just, if I were to go again, I would get a second sandwich instead of getting those French fries. No, Applying that twice. standard. Those are, <laughs> yes. they, or chicken strips. Chicken tenders are frequently my side dish instead of fries as sure. well. Or I'll be like, do I want fries? Nope. Six piece McNuggets. That's what I want to go along beside this. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. It's a good side okay, dish. Sounds good. Sounds Sorry. Good. I keep getting sidetracked by side dishes that are not fries. <laughs> I will say about KFC, one thing that is, and they introduced this back during the wedge days, mm-hmm. but mad props to KFC for inventing the cup holder based food delivery system. Yeah. Not just the ketchup, but the, it's, ba- it looks like a big gulp that's just designed to hold food while you're driving. Right, popcorn chicken or whatever it is, but yeah, that's exactly. good. That stuff is, that's easy to eat while you're driving. It's one of the few mm-hmm. things you can't eat their regular chicken while driving without risking your life. <laughs> right. right. But, but you can uh, eat that and it is, it's good. Yeah. 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 So props to KFC for that. Those sandwiches are too, ha- I got, uh, when I got the fries, I was finally trying their spicy chicken sandwich because I hadn't tried that yet. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you can't do that while you're driving. <laughs> You'll lose some of the sandwich. Yeah, that's really tricky. my big concern. Is I won't. Be it's able to it's not about the. It's yeah. not about the car. I'm fine. Or I the safety. With God, I want to make sure I finish the sandwich. <laughs> More important than anything. While we're talking about KFC fries, let's bounce over now and talk a little bit about the other chicken place fries, and that is the Popeyes Cajun fries with their secret seasoning blend, which. Frequently, I have in my apartment, thanks to Ken Plume, our beloved producer, having a collection of somehow he gets his hand. Oh, no, it's not. It's, it's the Bojangles. Those aren't Popeyes. That's Bojangles. That's mm-hmm. right. That does the uh, but they don't count because they're not national. Are they national? No. We no. can talk about Bojangles that's fries, the, too. That's in the South. Gotcha. That's in the American South. I was confusing Bojangles and Popeyes. That said, I do enjoy the Popeyes Cajun fries. Thoughts? Have you guys tried these? You know, when you mentioned this, I realized I had them last weekend and I didn't even notice. So they didn't really register. <laughs> I ate, I, I got there. I, I got a thing. I was driving around with eating the shrimp and they had the fries with it. And I would say that I wouldn't be giving it a high grade because I don't even remember eating yeah. it. But yeah. I, did you I try the, uh, did you try that now infamous Popeye's chicken sandwich? Oh my God. I was one of the first people to try. I was one of the first people to say it was amazing. It's, yeah. So yes, I've had it multiple times since then. I agree. It's a pretty no, perfect. Yeah. There's no beating it. I've had every, yeah. I'm actually have, have just this week. I'm retiring the category of fast food spicy chicken sandwich because I'm sick of having them at, from yeah. all these different places. And finally, Carl's Jr. introduced theirs this week. And I hope, I think that's probably the last one. Although Wendy's hasn't really done a hand breaded one. They still are, are, are trying to coast on their old one. Mm-hmm. So anyway, yes, I have had it. Popeye's wins. Yeah. Story's over. Surprisingly, though, Burger King comes in second. That crazy long one? No, no, no. The new one. 
Ah, the new one that they just—it hasn't actually—it only just launches nationally next week. Okay. Uh, Do they mail them to you first? No, they—they they text. They sort of launched it gradually, and mm-hmm. fortunately, we had it here uh, a couple weeks ago, and it's terrific. And I realized I learned from some fast food insiders that it's actually because Popeyes and Burger King are now owned by the same company. Ah, they basically ah. just totally copied the recipe. They copied the cooking process, used a slightly different blend of spices, but it's virtually identical to Popeyes, and maybe ninety-nine. Point eight percent is good. Wow! Yeah. I, oh, it's good to know. I haven't liked most of their food for twenty years. Yeah, yeah. That's wow. I didn't realize they were owned by the same company. That Popeye sandwich. When I finally, it took me a while to get one, mm-hmm. and by the time I did, I it was so built up. Yeah, there was no not- way it was going to measure up, and then it absolutely did. And it's I a good sandwich. Shocked. It is. It is. But yeah, we don't have to discuss uh, the, uh, the Popeye's fries. To me, are I've never had a batch that was properly made, mm-hmm. and if Ken's voice were to float in from the ether and say well you have to ask for them well done and i already said i don't want to have to order them yeah, <laughs> right. i don't want to have to say hey can i have some french fries and we properly cook them for me mm-hmm. i know you're just sort of dredging them through a puddle for everybody else but i would like them crisp the seasoning is fine i just it's kind of unremarkable it makes me yeah, realize totally and i think i first realized that this past thanksgiving i'm like do i hate potatoes uh, that's honestly what made this experiment this opened my eyes <laughs> when we did yeah. this for the past month of all whatever the 10 I tried, the only three of them would I go out of my way to order. Mm. And even so, only one of them would I order if I couldn't have any ketchup. Right. Yeah. But you can have horsey sauce. Sorry. I'm uh, getting... you're... <laughs> How dare you. How dare you. All right. We're, I feel like we're zeroing in. We're going to start getting into specifics. So before we do, yeah. let's take a break. We'll hear from some of the other fine shows on the Max Fun Network, and who knows who else will find their way into your hearts. There's only one way to see, and that's to listen. I know if you're like me, you might get stressed and tired and just not feel like cooking. Just know that food that's fast doesn't have to be fast food. Freshly offers quality meals without the hard work of prepping, cooking, and cleaning. Freshly offers chef-made, nutrient-packed, delicious meals delivered fresh to your door. No cooking required. And ordering is easy. Visit Freshly.com and choose from over 30 delicious, satisfying, better-for-you meals like steak peppercorn, which I absolutely love. I also want to shout out the homestyle chicken because that was so good. There's also sausage baked penne or a chicken pesto bowl. And now our listeners can try Freshly for just $6.16 per meal. Stop searching the internet for healthy food near me every night and just start living life freshly right now. Freshly is offering our listeners $40 off your first two orders when you go to Freshly.com slash we got this. Stop stressing about dinner. Go to Freshly.com slash we got this for $40 off your first two orders. That is Freshly.com forward slash we got this for $40 off your first two orders. Take care of yourself and enjoy some amazing food. Hi, I'm Allie Gertz. And I'm Julia Prescott. And we're the hosts of Round Springfield. Round Springfield is a Simpsons adjacent podcast where we talk to Simpsons folks about non-Simpsons things. That's right. So in the past, we've gotten to talk to legendary showrunners and writers like Al Jean, Bill Oakley, Josh Weinstein, Dana Gould, Mike Reese, and David X. Cohen. Voice actors like Maurice LaMarche, Maggie Roswell, and Yardley Smith, the voice of Lisa Simpson. So we've been away (laughs) securing guests for our final five episodes, and we are super excited about them. We're going to talk to Mike Scully, Jeff and Samantha Martin, Jeff Westbrook. Guys, our final episode, we got to interview Matt Groening. We are so excited to share these final recordings. So check out our new episodes of Round Springfield starting June 21st on Maximum Fun or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, welcome back. Stupid lower sodium Burger King fries. Sorry. You ate one during the break. I did eat one during the break. I'm still mad at it. They're still not as bad as these Wendy's fries. These Wendy's fries are terrible. Uh, that, uh, getting into it, I want to say there's only a few places where it seems like they really put a lot of care into the fries. Mm-hmm. Every other place is just like, here, we bought a warehouse full of fries from Food Corp USA. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, we don't give a People are going to order these burgers and they need fries to go with them. I don't care what the fries are. Just give me your cheapest fry from your biggest warehouse. And (laughs) I don't need any tampering with, I think I would say that's 80% of the fast food universe and their fries. Yes. Mm -hmm. Including Wendy's. I think probably that's why I brought this up because I think Wendy's falls into that category. 
Yeah, you can either order them skin tips or no skin tips. And Wendy's is like, give us the skin tips. They'll think we're mixing it up. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. There's, oh. a, there's only a handful of places that you're saying would even make the finals. Do you want to reveal those restaurants now? And then Mark and I can decide if there's any that we want to fight for that's not. Okay. Well, let me reveal. Let me reveal the ones that aren't in that category. First. Do it. The ones that I think just order it from Warehouse Food Corp USA and just throw them in there. Sure. Wendy's. Yep. Mm-hmm. Carl's Jr. slash Hardee's. Correct. Mm-hmm. Taco Bell when they have yes. fries. Mm-hmm. And right on the border would be Burger King because I like those Burger King fries, th- those revamped, revamped as of 10 years ago. Right. Fries pretty well. I would say they're the upper echelon of the we don't really care about our fries category. Right. Roy oh, and Rogers Jack in the Box. Fries. And Jack in the Box is at the bottom. Oh, yeah. They're list. terrible. They're yeah, terrible. I got they that. have their fake Arby's fries at Jack in the Box, too, but they're yeah. not as good. Yeah. yeah. They had curly ones. That's right. That was my lo- mm-hmm. of this. That was my lowest rated fry of this whole experiment was the Jack in the Box curly fries. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're, yeah, they're so bad. I don't like anything Jack of the Box makes. Their fries, the least of all. Their fries feel like they made their fries out of onion ring skins. Mm-hmm. Like it's just all crispy part, and there's no potato in the middle. Even though it seems like we're you're making it sound better on. than it is. That know, sounds right? pretty good to me. That I don't think that <laughs> in my experience, it was just like here are some curly fries from the warehouse. Just throw yeah. them on in there. They weren't they were nothing special, and they I ate like about six of them, and I was like, this is not worth the calories. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I want to briefly eulogize Roy Rogers, which is only yeah. exists at two restaurants oh, in New I know. Jersey now. That was the 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 food restaurant, Roy Rogers, not eulogize the actual cowboy. I'm way too late for that. Yeah. (laughs) It's about 40 years off on that, on that funeral. But I agree. I used to love, that was the only fast food restaurant that I was able to go to between the ages of 14 and 18 because it was a, it was a 40 minute walk, but Mm -hmm. I could go there. And so all my early fast food or my teenage fast food all came from Roy Rogers. I like their burgers. I don't really recall their fries. Um, I re- also like that they had, they used to have Pappy Parker fried chicken. If you yeah. remember that, there'd be a song that went along with that they advertised on TV. So I have fond memories of Ray Rogers, but yes, there's only two left now, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They're both in, I think they're both in New Jersey or there's one in New Jersey, one in Delaware. I can't remember. There was one in Pennsylvania on the turnpike. There was one up the street from me as a kid in Huntington Valley, Pennsylvania. We would, would walk up Henrietta Street, walk up a hill, down a hill, up a hill. And then to the end of the Huntington Valley Shopping Center, there was a Roy Rogers. And I would always get a roast beef sandwich and French fries. And sometimes their fried chicken. Their fried chicken was great. I loved their roast beef sandwich and I loved their French fries. And then now going, I always want to recreate that experience, even if it's at a rest stop in New Jersey. And the sandwich is fine. Have you been recently? I have in the last couple of years. Now Do the they still fries, have the Fixins bar? That was my favorite they do. part. They do have the fixings bar. <laughs> we, my friends got kicked out of Roy Rogers multiple times for just making a meal out of stuff at the fixings bar, a free meal, <laughs> like making a salad, like putting horsey <laughs> sauce on it and, and just eating like tomatoes and dipping pickles in it and stuff and like making a home a free meal. And so, yeah, the manager didn't like that. Yeah. That's, that, that's probably why they shut down the fixings bar was their <laughs> downfall. Too many people making meals out of it, but now they're French fries. Tastes like they come out of the warehouse wherever they yeah. get their fries. And it was a heartbreaker. You can't blame them now that they're in their death throes. They can't afford exactly. to get fancy French fries. They're cut, I think at one point Hardee's bought them and then Roy Rogers became a Hardee's and then Hardee's spit. It was like Monstro the Whale just consumed Roy <laughs> Rogers and then somebody lit a fire in there and they got spit out. And there were only now there are only a few left because it went back to being a Roy Rogers briefly. But I just <laughs> wow, I have such fond memories of them. And for all intents and purposes, they just don't exist anymore. Are there any other places? Sonic is, they do tater tots really more than French fries. They might have fries. I never know. I, I don't, I don't know. I always think of Sonic as being a tots place. Yeah. yeah, they're, yeah. They're, they're more of a tots place. So I don't, there's no way that they're part of this. Yeah. That leaves only a few places. I want to throw out one that we haven't talked about yet because rallies? I think in the, no, not rallies. Ra- people, I think rallies, people love the fries at rallies. Yeah. I've never once been to a rallies or checkers and my whole I've life. never, be, I've never been to either one. Yeah. No. They're fine. <laughs> warehouse, warehouse fine or good fine. No, good, fine. Not right. winter, fine, but very good. Like the meal layer is always better than you think it's going to be and also yeah. worse than you want it to be. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> the, yeah. So the rallies is fine. The burger's fine. So what were you going to mention, Mark? <laughs> I was going Subway. to mention what? No. Subway. They have fries at Subway. 
No, I just well, so you can just make a. <laughs> but they put them on the sandwich like it's a Permani Brothers. Well, if you break up your baked lays, you can make them oh and stack God. them into the shape of a French Jeez. fry. No, I want to shout out, and it's not really a national chain, but it's big enough that I think it merits talking about. And it's also what introduced fast food French fries to the United States as soldiers came home from the war, having tried these Belgian and French fried potatoes for the first time. They enjoyed them. They came back to the United States and the mantle of bringing French fries to the United States in fast food form was taken up by White Castle. And White Castle was the first one to offer fast food fries and they still offer them. And they are in this category, one of the only crinkle cut fries that is not like from, you know, a mom and pop spot with a red plastic basket with a paper liner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. I feel like I've had those fries mm-hmm. and I've every one of them I've had sucked because they were not yeah. properly cooked. I mean, they in theory, they yeah. seem like they could be good, but yeah. I don't recall enjoying any of them. A bad crinkle cut fry is is worse than a bad regular fry. I yeah. Think. Yeah. I, More yeah. surface area. I don't even remember them being crinkle cut. The ones I mm-hmm. remember were like straw fry. Like they literally they came out of a bag with Andy Cap on it. Like uh-huh. that's how thin they were, <laughs> but also yeah. terribly underdone, terribly yeah. underdone. I like a little bit of a mealiness in a French fry. I'm fine mm-hmm. with it. I'll give you a trick that I heard in my recent study of fries. The old school Belgian technique to make them exactly perfect, where you have that soft interior, crispy exterior is double frying. That's what you got to do. You have two different vats of oil at two different temperatures. Ah. One of them is slightly cooler than the other one. So the lower temperature is the first thing that then that softens up the middle. Take them out, let them rest, and then put them back into the crazy, crazy hot oil and that crisps up the outside. So that's the old school technique. Maybe some more spots should try that or do what, you know, some of them have done and just figure out chemical ways and spray a coating on them or, you know, whatever they do. But that's the fun old school way for anyone out there wanting to make their own French fries. I think some of them may actually do that. I think maybe McDonald's actually does a version of that. I don't know if it's two different bats, but I know that they've, that's what In-N-Out doesn't do, which Mm -hmm. is why their fries are that way. And I think that I believe McDonald's fries them two separate times. I don't know if it's two separate temperatures. Um, I will also say before we move on, I guess, to the upper echelon here, that of the regional fries, Freddy's Steak Burger. Freddy's Mm -hmm. Steak Burger is a chain that is primarily in the Midwest, but is also some, you know, there's, it doesn't go to cities. Like there's one in Thousand Oaks in LA, and there's mm-hmm. one in like uh, Rancho Cucamonga or something like that. I've only been there once. Mm-hmm. It had been the best fast food burger I've ever had, and the fries were also excellent. They were kind of more shoestring fries. Mm-hmm. Okay. They had a number of different dipping sauces, including like cheese or jalapeno cheese sauces, and those were the best. If this were a national chain, they might be, they'd be in my top two. Okay, oh, wow. wow. I also have to drive to Thousand Oaks. I heard the Thousand Oaks one is not as good. (laughs) So I'll drive to Rancho Cucamonga. You got to try between them. Got to try their steak burger with cheese. It's the best fast food burger I've ever had. Wow. Oh, that's a, that is a good endorsement too. It is. All right, Mark, we're going. I got to go there. I'm dying to go. The nearest one's about 900 miles away from me. Ooh, ouch. (laughs) Well, when are you back in LA? Come to LA and we'll all drive to Rancho Cucamonga. Okay, good. Yeah, and we'll stop in Fontana and go to a NASCAR race and eat cheeseburgers. Oh, fantastic. We, have, we are creating the most American weekend ever, guys. Fast food cheeseburgers and a NASCAR race. Car as we go. Exactly. Yeah. Car, come on. We have to rent a pickup truck. Oh, yeah. I'll be in the bed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so let's start talking about the big guns. Yeah. We've got the seasoned curly fries at Arby's, and we've got the French fries, the classic Fry Guy McDonald Land fries so far. And the crinkle cut fries from Arby's. And the crinkle. Really? Wow, they have two Arby's. different kinds of fries at Arby's. They have the seasoned curly fries and crinkle cut fries. And the three that you just said, including McDonald's, mm-hmm. both of Arby's and the McDonald's are my top three. And it's super hard. It's going to be super hard to pick one. I think wow. for me, it's I didn't even know that crinkle cut fries existed at Arby's because I will only ever in my whole life have only ever ordered the seasoned curly fries. You're in for a treat. I'm going to say I'm very excited. now. Make sure to take your own little bowl of ketchup in the car, though. <laughs> I will say this for Wendy's. Wendy's was the only in my I want to get some uh, French fries experience of late through mm-hmm. specifically through drive throughs Wendy's is the only one that offered me ketchup without any asking for ketchup. I went through and would just order fries and then the bag would come and there'd be no ketchup in the bag. Only <laughs> Wendy's so, offered ketchup to me. Too. That happened when I ordered the freaking the Popeye's shrimp. There was no tartar sauce or cocktail sauce in the thing. And yeah. I, I just I was shocked that they wouldn't give that to you automatically with the fried shrimp. 
Yeah. All meals need some sort of wet part, guys. I think it might be a state of law. I know at least in Oregon now, they can't give you anything like napkins, straws, forks, salt, um, ketchup without you asking for it to, to reduce waste. Okay. It's not a COVID thing. It's a waste. It thing. could be in California. Um, yeah. I don't know. That makes sense. There is also sometimes a place that they're like, oh, you also want stuff to dip it in? <laughs> I, I just put this in a bag. You want me to put more stuff in a bag? <laughs> yeah. You know, they should preload the bags for the employee. For, first of all, it is a thankless job. Yeah. Like anybody who's doing that work, especially over the last year. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. Amen. I wish they would make it easier for you by prepacking the bags with it. Like there should be some, there's no way that these executives who are sitting collecting way too much money in an office somewhere in the Midwest can't mm-hmm. come up with a better takeaway container. Whoever comes up with a better takeaway container. Than a bag? Will, will win. Yeah. Better than a bag. You know, you Burger King bag, is going to be doing, uh, Burger King is launching this like waste free thing in a couple mm-hmm. cities where like they're going to give you like reusable stuff. And I'm, oh. I, I can't wait to see how it works out. Like you're going to bring, you're supposed to bring your cup back and your other and your container back and whatever. And I guess they then they sterilize it and use it for someone else. I'll be very interested to see how that works out. Or do you like, it seems to me like if you're going to do it, you know, by the person, just when you get to the first window to pay, Give them your container and be like, okay, now fill this with food. That would be, I guess that's another way to do it. I, it's an interesting thing. People who's, everybody should Google this and look at it. I, yeah. I mean, I like Burger King to their credit has been doing a lot of stuff that is supposed to be environmentally friendly over the past couple of years. And mm-hmm. this is among those initiatives. I think it's great. I hope it works. When you said that there was waste free, I thought it, there was going to be a third window where you pulled up and they fed you the food. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here comes the airplane. <laughs> Here it comes. You want dippies? Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, reminds me of uh, an old National Lampoon ad from one of the magazines, which was uh, Benihana, traditional Japanese dishes prepared right in your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so gross. Uh, by the way, how there I think there is a fast food takeaway container that is better than the bag. And that is the McDonald's Happy Meal box. Because it has little cutout things and mazes and And is sturdier. Yeah, I'm just saying. With the bags, if you close the bag, the pro tip for everybody, if you get fries, you have to leave the bag open because otherwise, by closing it, you are steaming the fries and they will get softer and soggy faster. Mm, Good call. Keep the bag. That is a tip from producer Ken Plum, (laughs) who also has the tip to ask for your fries well done everywhere, which I refuse to do. (laughs) You cook them how you cook them. Yeah. yeah, it's not my job to make you better at fry making. Yes, it's uh-huh. not going to improve your corporate process. Sorry. <laughs> so, so far, the finalists are the crinkle cut from Arby's, the seasoned curly fries from Arby's, and then the standard French fry from McDonald's. Mark, is there a fast food French fry out there that you think deserves to be up there as a finalist that has not been mentioned or has maybe gotten short shrift elsewhere in this episode? I don't think there's one that can beat. I Again, I don't know the crinkle cut fries at Arby's, but I don't know of any fry that can beat those other two at the top. Do you have any? I don't. I agree that those are the finalists. I mm-hmm. knew going into it yeah. that that would probably it would probably be an either or. I didn't even think of the crinkle cut fries. and I love a crinkle cut fry. It's super hard. The thing about this is we're talking about three different types of fries. Yes. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to even say which one is better. I, we're, although I assume we're going to be doing that. It, oh, yeah. It, there are three very different French fry experiences here in the finals. Yeah. I kind of want to pit the two Arby's against each other first and pick one from Arby's to go against McDonald's. I like that idea. That feels right to me, even mm-hmm. though they are three very different types of fries. Yeah. I mean, also, like, the thing about it is for me at McDonald's, I've had two billion McDonald's fries. Over the past 40 years, I've only had a handful of Arby's fries. So uh, perhaps the novelty is causing me to uh, fall in love with them. Just to talk about the seasoned curly fries, people go crazy for them because of the seasoning and because people love curly fries. There is a fun aspect to them that crinkle mm-hmm. cut also have that does kind of factor in. We've all had McDonald's fries. We have them all the time. That's the standard. Arby's are a little bit harder to find. Mm-hmm. Like they're never as close to you as you. Oh, think no, I had the furthest I had to drive for this experiment was to get to the Arby's. Yeah. Yeah. I was looking at there was a local Arby's to me that has closed. Now the closest ones are very far away. And I go, oh, I don't do I really want it that bad? I want the sandwich. But the fries to me, <laughs> this is I'll get them and then feel like, oh, well, I got to get through this. I don't want to waste the food, even <laughs> yeah. if it's not a large amount. And mm-hmm. I'm disappointed by them. And mentally, I go in thinking, well, you get a sandwich and you get fries. And that's what you do. Now, the two of you have kind of opened my eyes. That you get a sandwich. <laughs> and then if you want more. Get a smaller sandwich. Smaller or even yeah. sandwich. You yes. can go in and get an Arby's Big Montana. Mm-hmm. And then as your side dish, a tiny version of the exact same sandwich. <laughs> yeah. 
Why wouldn't it's I? just roast beef and bun and your mm-hmm. side order is it's like the Jolly Green Giant and Lil Sprout. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's exactly that's gonna be that's my new life, and I'm very excited for it. It's great, man. Let me ask you guys this. What do you dip your seasoned curly fries in? Do you guys do ketchup or I'm my whole life? I've never been a mayonnaise on fries person, but I don't think I've ever had seasoned curly fries without putting just horsey sauce on them. Sure. The I, never had, I only had them with ketchup. I should have tried the horsey sauce. I bet that would have been terrific. It's delightful. I've yeah. never had them with ketchup, so we can compare notes. Uh, yeah, I do a ketchup and they're good. Mm-hmm. I also will eat them on their own because they're seasoned. I sort of let them go on their own. I think it's yeah. when it feels really dry that I, that I'll go back to the ketchup, but. Mm-hmm. It's the same with McDonald's fries. It used to be ketchup all the time, and then I would scoop it in. Then they switched their ketchup. I think they used to do Heinz, and now they're doing whatever home blend, something yeah. closer to Hunt's, like a little too sweet for me. Mm-hmm. So I just eat them on their own, and they're spectacular. I actually am enjoying them. Like This is a whole new season of my life where I eat McDonald's fries yeah. without dipping them in anything. And uh-huh. I've never been prouder of myself. Like, I'm just happy. Like, oh, these are really good. They taste good on their own. They complement whatever I'm eating, whatever sandwich or nuggets or hamburger, whatever it is. It actually complements it well because mm-hmm. it's properly salted or oversalted. Oh, yeah. Or just salted. Give me that dandruff. That <laughs> it's such a good companion piece to mm-hmm. almost anything on the menu. That's part of it, too, is what a seasoned fry and Arby's has a much more limited menu in terms of what they serve. But seasoned curly fries go perfectly with an Arby's sandwich. Seasoned curly fries, do they go as perfectly with their chicken pecans or chicken? um, Is it chicken chicken salad with pecans and like grapes and stuff in it? I don't think it goes necessarily as well with that. Look. Arby's has gotten one and two great things right. They've gotten a lot of things wrong. They made a fish sandwich with cheese on it, which I'm never a huge fan of, which I know the filet of fish also. But let me say their current fish sandwich is, in my opinion, the best fish sandwich available. Really? The Arby's fish sandwich? Yes. I have not had the one on the Hawaiian bread, but I'm Mm -hmm. talking about their regular one. It totally kicked the ass of all the other ones, including the Popeye's one. Wow. Oh, wow. All right. Well, I will look. Then I will, I will give the, is it the one with the cheese on it? I don't think it has cheese, but I'd have to Google it. I, I don't know why it just bothered. I was like, I don't put yeah, cheese on a fish this sandwich. cheese for 50 years. That's I know. The- I, so I, I'm not a huge filet of fish guy. A filet of fish you pick up and it's, for me, a filet of fish feels like I'm holding mashed potatoes in my hand. The bun is too soft. <laughs> the fish is too soft. The cheese is too soft and there's mayonnaise on it. I'm like, I'm going to break this thing before it gets to my mouth. Like it's made for the Play-Doh Fun Factory. Yeah, exactly. Like, like it, this sandwich was extruded into your car. Gross. <laughs> you can make it in star shape if you want. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. But I think that they got the seasoned curly fries right. I will say. Oh, yeah. oh wait, we were gonna pit the cream. I don't want to talk about McDonald's anymore. We're gonna pit the crinkle cut versus the curlies. But Mark, do you think the fact that we're not talking about the crinkle cut fries um, could the eliminate the crinkle or cut is it, fries? Or Bill, do you want to? Feel like it's have, hard for, you know, yeah. since you guys haven't had them, it's hard for me to advocate too strongly for them, but mm-hmm. I will say that I did like them a little bit better. And in mm-hmm. both cases, I mean, they're both excellent. And, and I got them super fresh, ate them right away with my little bowl of ketchup. Yeah. I had a hard time stopping eating both of them. I didn't want to fill up on, I didn't want a thousand calories worth of fries. So I didn't finish either of them, but I had a hard time stopping. And I will say I liked the crinkle cut fries a little bit better. They're the best crinkle cut fries I've ever had, or at least I can remember having. Wow. And they mm-hmm. so much better than Shake Shack crinkle cut fries, which people are always telling me are great and they're not. Or I've never had them great. I've never had them cooked right. It's just yeah. regular old drive through Arby's crinkle cut fries are almost certainly the best crinkle cut fries I ever ate. Wow. But now the curly fries are a different animal. They're both equally good, except I would say if I 1%, <laughs> like the crinkle cut yeah. fries a little bit more. Hmm. It makes it tough. Yeah, it's tough because I've not, I, I guess I've got such blinders for curly fries that it's like listening to the band play the hit. Right, right. You know what I mean? Crinkle cut at Arby's feels like the B-side that I've never ordered. I've never flipped the record over. I got to tell you, I was shocked. And I just had these yesterday. I mean, mm-hmm. I wasn't shocked, but I was shocked at like doing this experiment and having 10 different types of fries in the past two weeks. Mm-hmm. I was virtually certain I was sick of fries. I never wanted to order any more fries. This changed my mind. Wow. Mm. And I will say That's both exciting. of those are the top three, all of our three are the only ones I would ever consider eating without ketchup. Yeah. Yeah. They used to, for Arby's, they would do the seasoned curly fries, and then they had unseasoned fries, but not crinkle cut. The crinkle cut are relatively new, yeah? They must be. I mean, I honestly wasn't even sure what kind of fries they had on the menu until I got to that drive-thru yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My wife is out exercising right now, and when she gets back and we're done, I'm going to say, we're going to Arby's. There so, you go. 
because <laughs> I want to try these out. I mean, I guess I have to taste them. I've never had a crinkle cut fry and I've had very good ones. I love crinkle cut fries where I mm-hmm. didn't want to put ketchup on them. That's the part. Oh, that I is- want to put ketchup on them, but they were good enough to eat with no ketchup, which yeah, is a right. rare accomplishment for a fry. Sure. And I did. I actually I ate at least 10 of them with no ketchup and enjoyed it thoroughly. That's impressive. There's something I like of generally about crinkle cut fries is that they don't seem to be of their specific restaurant the way some of these other fries are. Like McDonald's fries are inarguably McDonald's fries. Crinkle cut fries to me just feel like an Americana picnic. But maybe that's just yeah. because of so many Oridas that I've had growing up. You know what I mean? Like most of the crinkle cut fries I've had were cooked in the oven on a baking sheet. Mm-hmm rather than deep fried. Uh, these crinkle fries, they started testing them out and started announcing them in December. So they're brand new. They are brand new. The Arby's ones? Mm-hmm. Man, how did I miss this? It's a revelation to me, certainly. What a dark horse candidate. We wouldn't have had this third option coming in uh, if we did this episode in November. Yeah. But there's a new kid on the block. <laughs> Southern Living's article, which is the headline of which is Arby's is keeping its curly fries and adding crinkle fries was out a month ago. So they may be, this may have been just the perfect time to go out Mm -hmm. and test at all these different places because you got to experience a brand new product. It's new to the market. And that's why I haven't had it because I, for sure I would have ordered that if it was on the menu. Totally. I mean, and this is part of my increasing love affair with Arby's, which has been like, Arby's was roundly derided for about 30 years by everybody, mainly because of Jon Stewart, (laughs) constantly making jokes about it because of the name. It's funny. The name Arb Arb has a funny sound. Even though Burger King is far worse, you don't get a laugh by saying the word Burger King. You get a laugh by saying Arby's. (laughs) And then, so like that, and the Simpsons is guilty of doing that too. I would not have approved that joke, but it's, (laughs) I constantly, every time Arby's comes up on Twitter, somebody sends that to me anyway yes every time i've had something from arby's over the past two years i have thought it was delicious mm-hmm. and these fries are no exception and they sent you the meat suit they did and the hat too and they didn't, that did not influence my opinion they no, only no, sent no. me that after i posted stuff <laughs> that's the way it seems to work with these places now they don't want to get burned so they don't send me the stuff in advance anymore uh-huh. yeah, it's, you know what i get it i get it <laughs> with this meat suit cute <laughs> Mark, have you seen the meat suit? I've not seen the meat suit. Take a second to look at the meat suit while I describe it okay. a little bit. Tell me if I'm wrong, Bill. It is a sweatsuit with a tracksuit. Yeah. With a hood. Yeah, it's a tracksuit, which is adorned and covered. It is as if somebody made a wallpaper out of just different slices and cuts of roast beef. Yeah, I don't think it's, I think it's different types of meat. I think there's roast beef and ham, all the meats oh, that they serve, I think. But what it really looks like is, yes, it's a wallpaper of meat. Mm-hmm. And the entire thing is covered in it. It's really ugly and it looks like you have been skinned alive. Yes. <laughs> when you wear it, but it's attention getting. And I am I'm very grateful that they sent it to me as long as I also like the hat too, which is their 10 gallon hat. They sent uh, in the same package. Um, <laughs> of course. So yeah. Is was, it the tall? Is it like the Pharrell hat? Is yeah, it neon? Is it the neon one like, uh, out in front of the store? No, it's, uh, it's exactly like the Pharrell hat. Oh my God. Oh. That's amazing. If you're wearing that, you would look like Slim Goodbody's mortal enemy. <laughs> That's what it seems like to me. That he's like, this is what a body should look like. And this is like, yeah. I'm made of meats. <laughs> or he's you. It also is the exact opposite because he's like, here's what a body looks like if you took off that layer of meat. No, <laughs> screw you, Slim Goodbody. I'm adding an extra layer of meat. You're not going to see these organs. <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk briefly about, since we are talking about drive throughs a lot of this, and these French fries are all available in drive throughs This is not something I'm proud of, but I do think it is a factor. And I think it's a thing that uh, McDonald's fries, I don't know about these crinkle cut fries, but it's a thing that McDonald's fries have that the seasoned curly fries do not. And that is mouth pourability in that you can just take that container of McDonald's fries, tilt it up like you're drinking, and the right amount of fries invariably slides right out into your mouth. Very true. You can't do that with the curly fries. Seasoned curly fries don't do that. They require fingers. They're super hard to eat in the car. Mm-hmm. Anyway, especially if you're dipping them in ketchup, because as Hal said, sometimes those really long, weird ones and you're like, yeah. you know, you're stuck. You got to keep your hand on the steering wheel. You can't deal with this long, twisty thing. Yeah. That's what knees are for, man. That's what knees are for. <laughs> How are you alive, Mark? I ask myself all the time between active lane the- assist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can. That is a good point. You the can only it. reason I'm alive is active lane assist. <laughs> you can hold a carton of McDonald's fries. Yeah. You can Morgan drink Spurlock. it. Yeah. You just stuff them all in your face at once. <laughs> Morgan Spurlock. Or like, you know, just in a It's made to, to sort of do yeah. that. Even the, the sort of sloped edge. Yeah. They know what people are doing. Do. Yeah. That, that is a, that is a, that the shape of a McDonald's like, Look, this little bag that the Burger King fries come in, I'm not going to tilt that up to my mouth, but 
that cardboard with the perfect little like here, press this little part on <laughs> yeah. your lip. You just kind of set that there and tilt your head back at a red light, at a red light. Yeah. And uh, so tired. Exactly. Eight fries will fall into your mouth. <laughs> Rest that tired lip on this cardboard sleeve. You're so tired. You just want, you come want, here. Just want come here, buddy. Just, yeah. Come just you want some fries. <laughs> oh, this is a tough decision. I don't like the seasoned curly fries and I'm trying really hard. So I'm sort of overcorrecting because mm-hmm. I know that they're very popular and I don't want to cloud this very important decision. Sure. With my personal bias. And the crinkle fries have got my attention. Yeah. They're so new. It's, that's the thing is they're so new that we haven't had them yet. I can tell you guys. I know you guys have to yeah. come up with it. You have to make a final call. I can tell you what my final call is and it's a split decision. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. I would say McDonald's fries are a tiny bit better than the Arby's crinkle fries. However... I've already eaten so many McDonald's fries in my life. If I could only have one fry for the rest of my life, it would be the Arby's crinkle fries. Wow. So it's hard for me to say which one is be- I think if I had to say which one is better, it would be McDonald's because it is better. But they're old. <laughs> they're the, they're the fries I've been eating my whole life. A new perfectly executed crinkle fry fills me with more delight than another round of McDonald's fries. You know what? Let me ask you a question then. Hmm. Based on that, and you are an expert in all things fast food, do you find more pleasure generally in the discovery of some new thing that you've not had before or in the comfort food factor that fast food because there you know i'll go to a fast food place that has 20 new things on the menu that i haven't tried but i will always go back to because if i'm going through a drive-thru it's usually the thing that i love about it is the consistent comfort of old favorites yeah, that's very true. I agree. Like when I go to McDonald's and get my old favorites, that's what I want. But mm-hmm. so generally what the new stuff is what I'm doing for my Instagram. Right. And I do love to find stuff, but generally I don't do that when I'm just going out to eat. When I'm going out to eat, I get my old favorites. Mm-hmm. I would argue that it seems like in this case that you're pointing out that the McDonald's fries are that that is a knock against them, that they're the old standby. I would argue that that's a knock for them. That could very well be true. It's a, it's a judgment. I tend to be mm-hmm. dazzled by the new in terms of fast food stuff. Right. I think you guys are going to have to level out my opinion here with some wisdom. <laughs> that's why we brought you on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you're looking for wisdom, you're the wisdom the guy. <laughs> yeah. No, we are just objective answers to subjective questions. So we have to figure out objectively. Which is the best fry? I was thinking the same thing that you were, Mark, and because Bill, you were saying like I've had McDonald's. That's been like my go-to my entire life. And then along comes this new French fry, which is fantastic. So now, if you think if I'm going to have one for the rest of my life, I'm going to switch over. But also, it seems like it's prior very... to you encountering this, you would have said McDonald's fries. Yep, all the way up until now. yesterday afternoon. Wow. Yeah, but. This is, and I think this is the thing that you guys probably to be more objective about it. Mm. You're recommending this to someone who's never eaten French fries before. So they are not tired of McDonald's fries yet. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I think that's, as you said, the, the long standing success mark of the McDonald's fry is really, is probably a vote in its favor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we have an answer. I think we do too. Crazy. Should I do it? I think you should do it, Hal. Should you make the proclamation? I'm going to do it. Okay. Do, do it. it. People of the world. There's a sexy new fry on the block at your local Arby's. It's the crinkle cut described as crispy and salty by Inspire Brands, the people that you trust for all your food information. However, there is one French fry. If somebody, if an alien, if E.T. came back and said, I forgot to have fast food while I was here. I was too busy (laughs) eating your candy and getting sick. What is the ultimate fast food French fry to have? I would say go to the place with over how many ever billion they've served at this point and get their French fries. You don't even need the ketchup. Do it without the ketchup first to get the taste of it. You'll see it's a perfectly seasoned French fry. Cooked consistently. You can go back a hundred times. You're going to get the same batch almost every single time. It's the McDonald's French fry. It's the best fast food French fry. Asked and answered. Bill Oakley. Thank you for getting us there. Yes. It has been a, a pure pleasure. And it, as I said, it really, um, 
Well, it wasn't really a pleasure to eat the Jack in the Box fries or the Carl Jr. fries and stuff, <laughs> but I did have to, I wanted to be scientific about it. Um, and it did turn me on to these Arby's fries, which are my new fast food love. So I'm grateful for the opportunity to do this experiment with you guys. And I'm thrilled to be here when this announcement was made. This is, this <laughs> this is delightful. Is and this thank is you. History of the making. Thank That's you. right. Will you please tell everybody the link to cheers that we're going to link to it as well. And we'll share it out there where they can find all of your amazing fast food reviews. Yes. That Bill Oakley, O-A-K-L-E-Y, on Instagram is my account. So you'll notice on my Instagram that I do fast food review videos, generally fast food. Sometimes it's some other weird thing that captures my attention on my regular Instagram. But on my Instagram story, practically every day, I have some other type of food news. I have food reviews, fast food reviews from all over the world that people send me, and I put those up. I also review local stuff here in Portland. I also review snack food and other stuff that people, people have been mailing me food from all over the world, you know, and I have food from... Sweden, Canada, Mexico, all these places that I review, mainly just like snack chips and stuff like that. I review that as well. And then even sometimes fancy food that people send me like oysters and whiskey and things like that. So my story, which is updated almost every day, has a lot of interesting stuff if you're into the world of unusual food or even usual food. Well, we're definitely both into the world of food. And I know a lot of our listeners are too. So check it out. That Bill Oakley on Instagram. Yes. Yes. And also, we have a lot more food stuff to talk about in the future. And we hope, if you had a good time, that you'll come back at some point to talk. I absolutely will. And I'm thrilled to do another one of these taste test quests because um, it gets me out of the house. No problem. Yeah. We'll figure out, what is the best restaurant in Alaska? Yeah. Right? <laughs> so we'll do that. <laughs> Well, this topic is closed, but there are many more topics to discuss. So please reach out to us on Twitter at We Got This Tweets or you can email us at We Got This Podcast at gmail.com or go to Facebook. Talk about the fast food, French fries and dishes that you love. Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash We Got This Podcast. Thank you to producer Ken Plume, researcher Kate McManus, graphic designer Uri Kelman and QA engineer Jen Alba. And thanks, of course, to our musicians, Jonathan Dinerstein and Mike Furman for our score and theme song, respectively. And thanks to you, the people of the world, for giving us a chance and an opportunity and a reason to drive around to every fast food place in our neighborhoods and eat a bunch of fries this week and then get together with the legendary Bill Oakley and talk about it. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. For Hal Lublin, I'm Mark Agliardi. For Mark Agliardi, I'm Hal Lublin. And don't worry, everybody. We We got got this. this. We got this. I have so many issues with you right now, Hal. I'm sorry. Fundamentally, if you know that they do not make a French fry properly, I don't think there's any problem to go, hey, for the eating experience I'm about to have, make it this way because that's the way I know it needs to be to be correct. You're not going to do it corporately, fundamentally, workflow, whatever. You're not going to do it right unless I specify it. It's one line in an order. I have no problem with doing that to make sure I don't go, you should be doing it right. So I'm going to get crappy fries and come out the other side of this. Like you go to Sonic, you go, I want those tater tots super, super well done. So that way, you know, they come out as they should be prepared, which are nice and crispy. Otherwise, they're a ball of mush. Sorry, I had just issues with that. Hell, is this a bonus content rant? (laughs) What's going on? (laughs) Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.